Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Recording in Progress and its presentation of Tuesday Night Football. Cue the $5 theme song that sounds like it may or may not have been pirated. <laughs> Save the show a little money this week. Gotta love that. Alright, welcome everybody to Tuesday Night Football. An NFL recap series where we're going to be going through the third week of the 2022 season of the National Football League. Scores, standings, the absolute funky nonsense that has been this season so far. And I will be your guide. Here goes nothing, I guess. As I welcome you to NFL Week 3. Theme of the week, Picks of Destiny. Because, man, there's been a lot of interceptions going through this week. Just pick after pick after pick. Even for, you know, quarterbacks who are usually very good. Like with Aaron Rodgers' game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. Played very well. Got picked off a lot by the Bucks defense. Weird stuff. And it's been a week that, for a lot of the games, haven't been very high scoring. Like the aforementioned Packers game. Packers only scored 14 up on Tampa Bay against, you know, where they only scored 12. The Broncos-Niners game, where the Broncos only won by one, 11 to 10. Like I said, not very many high scoring games. Like, I think of all the teams that went above 25 points this week, of week three, it was the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Vikings, the, the Jaguars, the Falcons, and that's it. Like, it's been very low scoring through this, through this week. Unless you're the Jaguars, apparently, who, uh... Decided to pop off, and it's now 3-0 and right now. We are living in the weirdest timeline, folks. When the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, took two years to go from the worst team in the league to suddenly popping off on teams like the Chargers. Because, like I said, this season has been weird. And, like I'm saying, a lot of picks, too. So... We're going to just break down a little bit of what I saw throughout this week of the game. Starting with the Thursday night Amazon Prime special of probably one of the more really sloppy games of Steelers and Browns. Where the Browns ended up winning 29-17. to Good job for the Browns, I guess. They're doing surprisingly well for how hard they've destroyed their franchise. Considering they have won the last... Considering they've what they've won two and one right now. Weird stuff. But it was Steelers Browns. It was just a really boring game to watch. On Amazon Prime of all things. I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's what they could get on such short notice. Good job, I guess. The real entertainment came on one of the first games of Sunday. Where the Miami Dolphins popped off on Buffalo. And won 21 to 19. 
the Dolphins, folks. Once again, doing the same sort of deal where last year they weren't exactly that great. And now here they are, all of a sudden, just popping off on what I would say would be the easy contender to win the AFC for the Super Bowl in the Buffalo Bills. This team is a super team right now. Absolute monsters. So much fun to watch. And the Dolphins pulled the upset. Putting them, right now, number one in the AFC East with 3-0. and Because we're three weeks in and we're watching the Dolphins rise the rankings. Like I said, it's weird stuff. We saw Cincinnati get another win this week against, well, the Jets, so, yeah. So the Titans each just etch out the Raiders, putting them as the worst team in the league right now, 0-3. I'm going standings-wise, not numbers-wise. The Raiders are at rock bottom. Which is kind of sad, considering they somehow made it to the playoffs last year. I guess that's just what happens when your head coach is John Gruden in decline. I said nothing. I think one of my favorite games of the week so far on that Sunday, though, if I'm going to be real, was the NFC South showdown between the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. Because it marks a little bit of redemption. For Baker Mayfield, the current quarterback of the Panthers, who got sent there by the Cleveland Browns so they could get their hands on Deshaun Watson before uh, everything he did came out to the public and I was like, oh, he's a creeper. 11-game suspension. Yeah, that works great. That was a really good decision. And now Mayfield is with the Panthers. And it's like, oh, he got a win. Good job, Carolina. Honestly, Baker, take that win. Honestly, would deserve it after the offseason he had. Where now he's in Carolina. And this was one of those games I was talking about where, like specifically out of Jameis Winston, where the interceptions everywhere... It was it was funny to watch, but it was kind of whack. But the Panthers won 22-14 after starting with a fumble recovery, return for a touchdown, which, good job. That Panthers defense actually is looking like a solid squad, at least against the Saints. We'll see how they do next week. More on that later. As we go into uh, Ravens Patriots, headed by fantasy champion Lamar Jackson. Because for some reason, anyone who has Lamar Jackson as their starting quarterback right now the last couple weeks has been reaping the benefits. Because 40-point games in your fantasy league from Lamar Jackson, just with a, his legendary ground game, even after an early pick. And then the Ravens just took the win 37-26. to 26. Crazy stuff. This also saw the injury of Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. So, 
Let's just see how New England takes that one. See if they have anything left in them. We saw NFC North clash too, with the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. And the Lions stayed in the game. But it was the Vikings who took the win because it wasn't a Monday night game. So Kirk Cousins just played the game and not just meme out a loss. So, good job Vikings, you're 2-1. The Lions are sent down to 1-2. and two, but They play the Seahawks next week. More on that later, too. I have a word or two to say. We saw the Eagles blow out the Commanders. Washington, commie, something, something, I don't know. Washington's probably going to change their name every two years. Maybe that's just what it should be. Just change the name every two years. It's already bad enough. Saw the Chicago Bears go up to 2-1, beating the Houston Texans. Something that they did by more points than the Denver Broncos last week, beating them by three, I think. Or I'm just memeing. Yeah, I'm just memeing. We saw, like I was talking about earlier, the Jaguars blowing out the Chargers. Which already sounds crazy. We're watching the Jaguars turn around this quickly. So, unless Doug Peterson is just working crazy magic in Jacksonville, which is going to turn the team around to like it was back in 1999, where they just popped off and got into the playoffs to absolutely destroy Dan Marino. This is 99, by the way, folks where the Jaguars were the team that ended Dan Marino's career. It was it was funny. But this game it was interesting to see cuz the Jaguars honestly were doing really good against Justin Herbert and the Chargers on defense and actually putting a stop on the Chargers. Good stuff. Meanwhile, the other Los Angeles team, the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, beat the Arizona Cardinals 22-12. Moving on to the next fantasy champion in Cooper Cup, wide receiver to end all wide receivers fantasy-wise, just churns out points like crazy. And it's always pleasant to see it, because you know what, Stafford and Cup, they're an interesting quarterback-wide receiver duo. As much as it pains me to say it, they're just fine by me. And both teams showed up to play. Kyler Murray's offense, Aaron Donald's defense. And at least one defense showed up to play, unlike the Falcons-Seahawks game, where I'm pretty sure no teams played defense, even with the Seahawks' rookie quarter cornerback, excuse me, when the Seahawks rookie cornerback, Michael Jackson, I kid you not, go look it up, his name is literally Michael Jackson, even though a lot of this rookie defense played very well, they only played well through the first three quarters, it's some funky stuff, and then the Falcons just 
sneaked out the win, 27-23. to Yeah, it got that close. And then there was the Sunday night football game. 49ers-Broncos, where Russell Wilson only scored one touchdown. Beating the 49ers by one, 11 to 10. 11 to 10. And those two points were from a safety from Jimmy Garoppolo pulling a 2008 Dan Orlovsky and stepping outside the end zone for the safety. One of many weird things that happened on this Sunday. But it doesn't take the crown jewel of weird for Sunday. Because we got to go back to that Dolphins-Bills game. Where the Dolphins had to punt the ball away out by the end zone. But it was blocked. By a lineman's cheeks. We had ourselves a butt punt. Over the the course of that game it got the bills to safety but they still somehow lost whack but no pun intended it was the weirdest thing to happen this week and so oh one more thing in terms of Sunday games what might be one of my top games of the week I'd say is the Indianapolis Colts upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. 20-17. Good job, Colts. You have redeemed yourselves. You have upset a supposed juggernaut in Kansas City. At home. Congratulations, Indianapolis. Take my, you've got that top three game of the week on the show. And then, after a Sunday of solid defenses, butt punts, non-existent defenses, blowouts, and delays of games by drones in Seattle and bees in Tampa Bay. That was an actual thing. There was a delay of the game because there was a Big cluster of bees under a goalpost in Tampa. And the drone in Seattle? Yeah, a bogey, do- bogey drone flying over Lumen Field caused the Falcon-Seahawks game to be delayed. That was funky. But after all that, just another Sunday of bizarre events. We get to Monday night. The last primetime game of the week. With the Dallas Cowboys winning 23-16 over the New York Giants. Who had a great effort this game. But towards the end of it, it was just picks and sacks galore on Daniel Jones, quarterback for the Giants. And it's like... Really? So now we are two games in to a backup quarterback for the Cowboys winning games. 
How soon until Dak Prescott has his job taken from him by Cooper Rush? The guy who has been playing the past two games for the Cowboys. And now they both have the same record. And we'll see how that goes from there. Moving on into week four. Which should, which should be weird. Again. Maybe we'll see some more conventional matchups. Some more clear winners. Unlike this week. Where we see the Jaguars blowing out the Chargers. The Colts blow. The Colts upsetting the Chiefs. We see the Titans taking on the Raiders. Most of the AFC West losing, except for the Broncos winning by one. We see the NFC West continuing to be weird. And when we go into the standings right now, we're seeing the NFC North and the NFC East trying to compete with the AFC South. AFC East is, we're just in weird spots right now for this for this season and who's going to the playoffs because it's perfectly fine to speculate who's going to the playoffs after three weeks that's the smart thing to do nah, it's alright but now after this week three it's time to go back to the coin toss and see who's going to take week four so, this is where I'm going to start predicting, like, actual definitive predicting of who's going to win. And I might be wrong. I'm going to be real. Because, once again, it just keeps getting weirder. But week four looks a little bit more clear. Let's start with the first game of week four. A Thursday night matchup between... The Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals. This game I'm giving to the Finns. Because, especially after last week, the Dolphins are on fire. And they're going to look to continue that next week. So, Dolphins over Bengals. Vikings and Saints. An 8.30 game in London. So for the London Bowl, or the first London Bowl, I guess... Minnesota gets weird when it's not playing in the traditional Sunday time slots. Primetime games especially is when Kirk Cousins gets weird. We saw this on Monday night. So, I'd say it's going to come down to defenses. And maybe the Saints will play a really good ground game. So, if the Saints ground game continues like it did against Carolina which is still pretty good. I'm going to give it to New Orleans in the London Bowl, or the first London Bowl. I don't know if there's multiple games this year. We got Seattle and Detroit next on the list, and this is getting worse and worse. Now, what could be learned from last week's Seahawks-Falcons game is that the defense needs to play for more than a half. And... A Geno Smith-led offense, even right now, as Geno Smith is playing some of the best ball in his career, which is not too great, but he's doing okay, which is really weird to say in this time, 
in this timeline. We are entering the weirdest timeline. We're watching Geno Smith actually look good. We're watching a Dolphins team pop off after two years. We're watching so much weird evolution in football. We're watching the Jaguars pop off and dominate the AFC South right now. We're watching the Eagles doing Eagle stuff. So Seahawks, Lions, I don't know. It could come down to a coin flip for this one. So <laughs> pick your poison. I'd say if things go well enough and the offense could actually have good drives and a defense that exists, it could be the Seahawks. But if the defense doesn't play, then it's the Lions. So this is going to be a close one. Maybe, maybe it'll get even weirder. We got Jets and Steelers up next. And to this one, it might give the New York Jets a win on that dub column. Because the Steelers, even though they have a very good defense, their offense is non-existent. And you need an offense to try and score points if your defense can't do much. So we get the Jets winning that game. The Chicago Bears and the New York Giants. I don't know. Part of me wants to say the Giants. Because the Giants can actually play an offense. And Saquon Barkley can put a very strong ground game together in New York so let's give it to the Giants for a week four Colts and Titans comes down to a wire I'm giving it to the Titans Chargers Texans Chargers Browns and Falcons I'm gonna give it to the Browns because they can actually play defense Unlike the Falcons' last opponent, who just stopped playing defense after the first pass. We got Washington and Dallas on the bracket, on the ballot, on the docket. Where the Commanders play the Cowboys. And honestly, the as much as it pains me to say it again, it's going to be Dallas taking this game, I'm feeling. Because, keep in mind, folks... Washington's defense didn't do too much against the Eagles, who just kept popping off on Washington. And the Eagles' defense just destroyed Carson Wentz. I'm going to see a similar defense performance out of Dallas. And speaking of the Eagles, they play the Jaguars on this day. And where do I think this game's going to go? Good lord, I don't know. This ought to be a slugfest, but I feel like this might be the Jaguars' second lose of the season. Playing Philly. So, I'll give it to the Eagles, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags decided to upset. We got a heavyweight showdown between Buffalo and Baltimore. Bills-Ravens at noon. This one... This one might go to Buffalo. If their offense can get off the ground and Josh Allen can keep some good receivers healthy, it's going to go to Buffalo. Even if Baltimore can usually keep a very good defense, the big thing will be 
Lamar Jackson against the Bills defense. Just an absolute monster squad in Buffalo right now. Like I said, Super Bowl contenders, Buffalo. So, we'll give it to Buffalo. And Lamar Jackson will continue to put up good fantasy numbers. And then we have Arizona and Carolina. Cards and Panthers. This one, it's going to come down to if Kyler Murray can keep popping off a good offense. Panthers defense, even though they were playing against Jameis Winston as a quarterback, the Panthers defense looked like it could play. But I'm going to give it to the Cardinals purely because they outmatch Carolina offensively. And then we, we, we reach what I will probably consider a not-that-watchable game of, Bron- of the Denver Broncos and the Vegas Raiders. Oakland, Vegas, something, something. I think it'd be funny if the Raiders won this game and finally got the goose egg out of the win column against Denver. Because the Raiders, I mean, look, looking at their, looking at their scoring in their first three weeks, you know, the Raiders, for some bizarre reason, they kept it close in all of their games within a score even in their overtime loss to the Cardinals last week and their two point loss to the Titans this week Denver lost by one to the Seahawks in week one they scored one touchdown against Houston the Texans in week two So a part of me wants to say that Wilson's new offense in Denver isn't doing all too hot. And Derek Carr and Devontae Adams as a duo are popping off more. So maybe I'll give it to Vegas. And the Raiders will finally have a win over Denver. Something I see happening. We'll give it to the Raiders. Watch me be proven wrong next week. We got Patriots-Packers. This one's going to be going to the Packers. Patriots are without Mac Jones. And unless who they have leading the offense can ball against Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is going to go Super Saiyan. And continue to be Aaron Rodgers. So we'll give it to Green Bay. Don't prove me wrong now. And then comes the Sunday night game a Super Bowl 55 rematch between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Bucks Chiefs, it could come down to a slugfest. And a part of me wants to say that Tom Brady could do a rebound. 
from what happened in Green Bay. Because right now, you look at the standings in the NFC South, they sit 2-1. and one. They sit handsomely at 2-1. and one. They lost their only home game, the Packers game, this last week. But something tells me that it's going to be a fun game to watch. And it could come down to a slugfest. And if Patrick Mahomes does get off the ground, it could go to KC. Very easily. Even after the Buccaneers defense shut down Aaron Rodgers. Something wants to tell me that the Bucks defense could just edge out the win by maybe a field goal. So let's watch the Buccaneers take it by a field goal. And then the Monday night game, a rematch from the NFC Championship game before Super Bowl 56 with Rams 49ers. With the Niners getting Garoppolo back, and the Rams coming off of a win in Arizona. We're going to be watching an NFC West showdown for the ages. But as much as it pains me to say it, the Rams have the better team. Still. Because Stafford still has Cup. Aaron Donald still exists. And the Rams are going to beat the 49ers on Monday Night Football. So, we'll leave that at the predictions for week four. Going into the absolutely weird standings. Where right now the Vikings sit on top of the NFC North. The Eagles on top of the East. And the AFC gets even weirder. With the Dolphins on top of the East. The Browns on top of the North. And the Jaguars on top of the AFC South. This is only week three of the NFL season, and we are in just a bizarre alternative timeline where we're seeing teams pop off again that they haven't popped off in at least a few years. In some cases, like 10 plus years. Like with the Jaguars. Even with their 2018 game. But, I'll just have to wait and see. We'll tune back in next week and see just how wrong I am on these predictions. On the next edition of Tuesday Night Football. Thank you for joining us tonight on Tuesday Night Football. I've been your host. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. I'm recording in progress this presentation of Tuesday Night Football, Week 3. If you like the show, give it a follow on Spotify, share it around, and we'll see you next week. How about it?